You've played the missions. But do you really know the lore? We're here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 180, recorded November 8th, 2023. Topic for this episode is the Acosmic Grenade Launcher. I'm going to be your host this time, and I am Elemist. Hi, I'm Orchid. Hey, Orchid. Hello. So, we got some podcast info. If you'd like to say hello to us, please do so at Twitter, at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can find us on Blue Sky, Instagram, and Threads at Guardians of Lore, all one word. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can jump into our Discord. That's discord.gg slash lorehub. The invite is also in the episode description. And you know what? While you're at it, why don't you just leave a five-star review for us at Apple Podcasts? That helps people find us, and we really appreciate it. If you'd like to support the podcast so we can continue to pay Rindle, and allow him to wear shoes. Uh, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps. And we greatly appreciate it. Rindle's feet get cold. So please help us pay Rindle. Thank you. So we can get him little booties. Little tiny shoesies for his little tiny feetsies. <laughs> Other guardians who have helped pay for shoes... Are um, Valaragna, Linkman22, Doom, Firebired, Finlay Potato, and Unnamed Guardian Less Than Three. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for his tiny size 12 choosies. And also for anybody who subscribes to our lowest tier on Ko-Fi or donates $5 to us through Ko-Fi. Uh, and, you know, jump into our Discord as well. We are going to be doing holiday cards from all the hosts, and they're drawn by our ombudsman, Bees. I don't know what an ombudsman is, but the picture is really cute, and I really like it. So you definitely want one. I'm just letting you know. Don't miss out. They're super cute. I'm waiting to see how derpy my my Titan looks. Ear Titan is adorable. <laughs> I'm just letting you know ear holes are involved in this. Don't miss the ear holes, okay? <laughs> um, you can also find our info on thelordnetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there! I'll take your word for it. You know what you checked last time? I'm back to checking this time. Okay. Yeah, thank you for doing my job last time. Uh, I'm back to doing my own job this time. And mine. Like, you you did some heavy lifting here. Um, you know what? I just didn't want to work today, so I did show notes. 
that's that's fair yeah yeah i didn't want to go outside it was really cold <laughs> i'm like do i want to go do outside work and no <laughs> cutting all my hair off and making it really short has suddenly made me not want to go outside in the winter time huh who would have thought i know wild <laughs> um so this week at gardens of lore the twoggle the Imbaru engine had a Imbaru. Whatever. Oh my god. Do you even play Destiny? <laughs> I did yesterday. Uh-huh. Not a lot before that, but yeah, I did yesterday. <laughs> Clearly. Um so the Imbaru engine had a fourth puzzle that up was unlocked. And that eventually led to the 15th wish. <gasps> oh, my God. We never thought it was real. But here it is. So you had to gather a new card. Uh, it's in the Altars of Summoning. It's on the far right back of the, the area on top of the pillar. Um, you have to activate the card. And then you have to gather three bream balls of fire in all three seasonal areas. It, essentially, there was one in each of the activities that were released for this season. One in the Imbaru engine, one in Altars of Summoning, and one in um, Savathun Spire. Mm -hmm. And you had to use Deep Sight to get to them. The Deep Sight like, made platforms in order to make jumping to them easier? Yep. But you didn't actually have to activate it if you wanted to just, like, strong arm your way up there. I mean, I, I could have slapped Thundercrash on and gone, you know, gotten all of them, but that's a lot more effort. The one you kind of had to was Savathun's Spire, because that one was hard to get to. Oh, I could still do that with Lion Rampants, a sword, and Thundercrash. Oh, I'm... Yeah. That one you could, but the other two were easy to get to, I think. For Floaty Warlock that used Heat Rises and a sword, it was pretty easy oh, yeah. for me to get to. Oh, yeah. Uh, but once you got all three of them, you had to go to the final room, which was through a portal right outside the, the third puzzle. And it took you to a, a room you start the fire in all three of the different cauldrons that you, you know, you just went and gather all the fires. And then it took you to a, a, or another door led into a, a room with 16 different symbols that you had to activate and deactivate. I could not figure that out. I figured it out by looking at fallout's video and putting them in the wall <laughs> so you figured out the same way that i did that's how i did it because it was really hard i like so hard like, i honestly yeah like i just could not figure out the actual you know how to solve for that that solution 
I have no idea how to. Um, I will go back and try to figure it out later. But I really just wanted to. There, you got an emblem and a shader for finishing it. Yep. And I, you know me, I need a shader. So I'm like, I need to finish this right now because I need a shader because I am an addict, fashion addict. <laughs> so I. <laughs> So I put it in right away. I was going, I was doing it with Rez and Sapphire. So the three of us were running through it. So Sapphire and I were like putting the buttons in real quickly and Rez is just standing there watching us. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> and yeah, we did it. And I then mean, yeah. when you put the thing in, um, it opens no, the I... door and you go through the door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so when you go through the door, you actually are greeted with the sight of an Ahamkara egg. <gasps> da, da, da. And like the, the funny thing is, I mean, it was a shock that they would actually reveal it as a plot device for next season. But the thing that that I mean, we knew that there was an Ahamkara egg out there. We saw it in Season of the Lost. It looked taken, but like we we saw it. Yeah. And whenever they did the opening for the Last Wish raid, it was Riven, the last known Ahamkara. Yeah, but this one wasn't known, obviously. No, exactly. Yeah. But like the wording there makes people, or at least it made me think, oh, Another one's going to pop up at some point. Mm-hmm. And that point is now. But very exciting. Uh, but there was a cutscene. Yeah. You want to talk about that? There was a cutscene. Oh, I would love to talk about the cutscene. Um, so, Savathun had an Ahamkara egg, and it was not a taken Ahamkara egg. It was just an Aham, a dead-ass Ahamkara egg that you can make an omelet with. Um... It would be a cursed omelet, I swear to God. Eris <laughs> uh, Morn was like, deadass, I do not want to keep this. Get this away from me. This is bad juju. Not the gun. Um, for some reason, again, not the gun, just in, in general, she's like, we do not want this cursed bullshit around us. And Ikora is like, yeah, you know, we should keep it. It's no big deal. We can keep it safe. And then just like transmats it to the tower because you know you know how well and how good we kept you know Savathun safe in a jar or something whatever right what what Ikora Ikora who's making Vex gates in the middle of the tower Ikora right who's keeping Savathun in the basement with those weird like ghosts with fucking sweeper bot what are you doing what are you doing Ikora oh my fucking god like my guardian is there with wish ender like I'ma have breakfast now like <laughs> what the fuck are you up to what is going on here breakfast like I'm ready for like two tokens and a blue up here because like you know that's what's gonna drop the minute you open that shit up. But like Ikora, I do not get I don't understand. I know she's like, 
this is all we have. This is how we're going to open it. Like, no, bitch. <laughs> Come on. There has to be more to this than that. But anyway. Yeah, we get a cutscene. The cutscene is your guardian looking at sketches on a table and uh, Eris Morn walking over and being like, oh, what's this? Is this your pornography that you've been drawing? And you're like, no, no, no. Look at this. And it's Savathun and her wings. And her wings has a Connect Four grid on it with little dots. And you're like, oh, that looks like the wish wall. And it's not Shirochi because that's the only one you know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're right there. That's the only one I know by heart is Shirochi. (laughs) Because I put it in so many times. (laughs) So you're like, that's not Shirochi. What else could it be? Because it's just like dark and light. And it's only on one wing. And you look at it, you're like, "Mm, what is it? Answer your drag little symbols. You're trying to figure it out. And you're like, hmm, is this a wish? Is this the 15th wish? Is this the final wish? What is this? So everyone's like, it's the 15th wish. We're finally here. 15th wish. So is this the way to open the Trevussy? Or is this something else? And then Bungie, like, an hour later after this, like, happened, they're like, season of the wish. And then there's, like, Riven and three guardians. And I'm like, Bungie, you did it again. Right? (laughs) People haven't even played. (laughs) What are you doing? And then I remembered no one works there anymore. So whatever. (laughs) You know what? They probably got that shit on a timer. They're just they're just automating as, it. And the AI is running their stuff now. As so. as the person, <laughs> like as the last person who who uses that account was leaving, the oh, higher ups yeah. were like set that timer. Oh, the last person who ran that account was uh, Griffin, I think, and he was fired. <laughs> so. So, like, the last time Griffin was on, like, mm. as he's walking out, his higher-ups are like, no, 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 make, before you, before you hand in your badge, go set the timer. That tweet needs to go, go out. the timer. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to set it, like, three weeks early. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> but, yeah, so, season of the wish. Here we are. Um... So, of course, the minute it drops and everyone sees the cutscene, everyone, like, is, like, community puzzle. What is this? Like, we have to figure it out. So, people are, like, putting stuff in. Like, Raid Secrets is finally, like, hopping again. And so, some people are like, oh, well, maybe it's just not going to, like, open until the beginning of next season or the last week. Or we're going to get more information in a radio message. You know, right. Or they're going to drop more information like every week until the next season. I don't know, but there were a lot of people in Last Wish last night putting stuff in the wall, (laughs) trying to make it do stuff. And I'm like, all I know is Shirochi, so I can put that in. (laughs) Sorry. I will admit that I went there to actually start putting it in. I attempted. Oh, we totally did that, too. I attempted like two or three times and then I'm sitting there like, wait. It's probably not even in the game yet. 
why am I even trying? Oh, yeah, it totally isn't. And if it is, it's not even that. It's probably like a reflection or it's a double or it's something else. Like that's a starting point. It's probably like you probably have to like do it for both wings or you're looking through the wing or something else. Well, and and like who knows? So should we go into theories? Yeah. But also um, something that's really interesting is that uh Sabathin's like well i gave it to you you've had it the whole time and so like she's like oh look at my wing it's on my wing and so okay me being the person i am goes back to like the art book to look at Savathun, and like then goes back to like the in-game model of Savathun before this mm-hmm. dropped not there she didn't give it to us this is like new so no it wasn't there you just decided to put it there for this cutscene it was not there I'm I'm wondering if it was in the last cutscene that we had it could have been but as like the in game model for witch queen it was not there yeah so everything that was there for witch queen it, it did not exist so this was if it was added it was added this season that's fair really really neat though like super neat idea i love it i love that it was like right in front of our faces and we had no idea can we just appreciate the fact that like our guardian made that jump our guardian's super smart like i'm looking at the fact that it was just four holes in her wing how do you make that jump from that to the wall of wishes because our guardian is like that guy from ancient aliens like that's that's exactly it like i kind of saw our guardian as like charlie from it's always sunny oh yeah it's the lore right right like <laughs> we're standing there with with all the the sketches and everything and eris comes up and she's like what's going on okay okay now hear me out hear me out hear me out it's, yeah but the person who had that board was ikora and that was on mars like yeah do you not remember that that was ikora's board on mars oh yeah the investigation board i remember yeah uh-huh but it's just it's funny because like we as players know that that's the way the story's going to go Oh, yeah. But in universe, how the hell? I don't know. It's wild. It's such a leap. It's such a leap to take. Now, like, the the only leap that I can, like, the only logic that I can see for that mm-hmm. is the fact that it's Savathun. And so, like, our guardian saw the holes in her wing. We saw that she had an Ahamkara egg. And... Like it was hidden away, so that might have been something that that we were going to use for this for for getting through the portal. And the only way that we know of to get an Ahamkara wish without the sour ramifications is by using the wish wall. So, like, I can see a little bit of a trail there, but it's still so faint. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I can see that. 
I was like really interested in next season anyway, because I was like, this is like the final season before, you know, the the penultimate before the showdown part of Destiny 2. Like, yeah, of it. Like, we're going to see Kate again. We're going to see the old tower. We're going to go through it like it's super emotional. Like, we're going to see everything like. Holy shit, like everything we're going to see it. But this, like, this gets me hype, you know? But I'm wondering now, just this is me throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, if this isn't the 15th wish, like, do you think this is them, like, ending the curse on the Dreaming City? I do, but not because of the Ahamkara itself. No, no. I just think it's like that is a story we've had for five years and it needs to end. Not as like a thing you just need to end, but as like part of the Trevussy. There needs to be a way of wrapping it up. Right. Yeah. I think next season is going to end up being like we're dealing with Mara. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know what? We can hatch the Ahamkara. You can use my wall of wishes. Everything will be fine. But you need to end the curse. So then the rest of like the entire seasonal story is going to be us ending the curse on the Dreaming City. It's going to feel kind of like a repetition of what we had this season story wise. And, And that's the only possible reason for like why it wouldn't be that way why we wouldn't see this story play out. But like you said, the dreaming city curse has been going on for five years. It it needs to end at this point. I mean, just think about if you stopped the three week um, rotation and it went to week four, like people think that stopping the curse, it would just like clean itself and then be fine. Like week four could be worse. Right. Like stopping the curse doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get better. (laughs) Like it could just be worse and bad. So, I mean, we don't want them all living in like a three week, you know, where they're in the same three weeks of their life forever. That sucks. You know, but at the same time, you don't want them living in a worse place. Right. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's it could be something else. So it might not just be like, oh, 15th wish. Hmm. I would like it to be the 15th wish because it's all I've ever wanted. I mean, that's not true, but it's something I wanted. Yeah. And I mean, when you look at technicalities, it's like the 16th wish. Because Mara made the wish to bring Shax to her the night before the uh, the Battle of Saturn. Yeah, but did she put that into the wall? Yeah, she did. So could I put the same wish into the wall and have Shax come to me? Or on you. I wasn't going (laughs) to say it, but... (laughs) Ew, woo. The problem is, like, in that actual entry, it just says that she cracked a few bullets into the wall and the wall activated. It doesn't say what she did or... Aside from just a few bullets. Oh, interesting. I don't know. But yeah. So 
Season of the Wish is coming after Season of the Witch ends. God, it sounds so similar. We can't have that. That's why I. I'm gonna get so confused. Like that's why I said it that way. Oh God! God damn it! I I noticed words. Like I noticed it this morning. I was like, "Oh, season of the witch ends, and then we're gonna go season of the witch." No, wait, wish. Wait. <laughs> I already have such a hard time understanding people. Like this is gonna be murder on my ears. It's season 23, right? God, I I have no clue. I think so. Season too many seasons. I think it's season 23. We can just call it season 23. I'm just going to call it Wish Ender season. (laughs) Season of the Wish Ender. The armor looks good. There's, I think, a new Wish Ender uh, thing. I think we're going to get like a similar wish ender or there's going to be a new ornament for it or something because there's a bow in the image. So I was like, cool, cool. I love that bow. Let's have that. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a cool season. I am not looking forward to having it for like six months, Especially without having like a 30th anniversary type thing to break it up. Uh, I'll probably play a lot of Halo. It's going to be seven months. If fucking kill me. If they actually like if the rumors are true. Because a normal Uh, season is three months and this and the final shape got pushed back four months, according to the rumor. No, seven months. Man, they could have uh, Crimson Doubles again. Like, they're going to have to add something. People are saying, I saw online, people are like, oh, well, they should just unvault everything. Easy peasy. I'm like, no, they have to change all the lighting for all the shit. If you want them to unvault everything to give us something to do. (laughs) Go play Destiny 1. It still exists. It's fucking painful. Like... I know we have really good nostalgia for the story, but leveling up your character is balls. Oh, yeah. No, the, the leveling sucked ass. And like, unlocking I want the, to... the oh my God. subclass. I'm just trying to play as a sun singer and holy shit, like trying to unlock that subclass is the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it takes forever. I hate it. I played as a hunter in Destiny 1. I did not play as a warlock, so I've been playing as a warlock. And I'm just like, uh, pain. Hell, I played as a titan, and I still had tons of issues with it because it was just, it was awful. You know what? I honestly just load in and do sparrow racing and then close the game. Like, you can just do that. Yeah. They do have Sparrow Racing in it still. People are like, bring Sparrow Racing back. It has never left. You can still do it. Yeah. Hit me up in Discord if you want to do Sparrow Racing, because I will do Sparrow Racing with you on Xbox. I can't play on PlayStation anymore, but I will play with you on Xbox. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. Good season. 
We'll see if we still think it's a good season four months into it. <laughs> I uh, I hope so. Like I with the season potentially being as long as it's going to be, like it's going to be our longest season ever. We need to stop thinking in terms of how long it is. It's not the length. It's how you use it. I, I'm not going to use it pretty well. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> That's okay. Like, honestly, like I, I see myself playing the seasonal story like normal, playing the activities. If, if it's fun, like, you know, the deep dives were or whatever. Great. But for the full seven months, I, I just I don't see it. Well, don't forget that all of the other stuff is still in the game, so you can go make up all the lost time for all the other things that you didn't finish in the other seasons. Absolutely. And you can go get all of your raid red borders that you haven't done. You can finally go get Vex Smith a class if you haven't gotten it yet, because Vex is going to be so overpowered next season. It's going to be stupid. Like... Uh, Osteo Striga is getting hyper nerfed next season. It's losing like 40% of its, um, of its damage suck. So you can, you know, go get other guns. So you can actually like, go run more raids and stuff. Like go do things that you wouldn't usually do in the game. If you still want to play destiny and like you are hurting for stuff to do. If you want to do GMs, like hit me up. I'll do a GM with you. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a very good idea, honestly. Like or do raid titles. Look at all the stuff that you you have in game and find stuff that you you want to chase. Yeah. Honestly, like the Deepstone Crypt raid title like is probably the most achievable one. And um the shaders are really pretty. Oh my god, yeah. I still use that shader all the time. I haven't finished my like base expansion seals yet. Like my shadow keep one I'm not done with. Oh, <laughs> I might was, actually do that. That was such an <laughs> awful grind. I know. I'm almost done with all of them. I just have like one or two things to do for all of them. So I might actually do that. So I might finish a bunch of seals in like the <laughs> seven months that we don't have anything to do. This is what I did during Arrivals is that I finished a bunch of random right. weird shit. Right. Like Season of Arrivals, I ended up getting, I think it was like seven seals completed. Yeah. I completed a bunch of seals during Arrivals, so I might do the same thing this time. I specifically got the the seals for Reckoner, Shadow, Blacksmith. Yeah. Last Wish. Like, I, there were so many seals that we all got done, and it was like, I... Blacksmith is pain. It was. My RNG was so bad for that yep. because I was missing the shaders. Yep. So I didn't get the title because I didn't get the shaders. And then the next season they gave them to us. And I got them the first day of the next season. And I wept because I didn't get the title. Like I wanted to die. Did you have all the other stuff done? Yeah. Like all the raid stuff and everything? Uh-huh. So you should have been able to claim it, like, even now. Nuh-uh, because you need the... No, because you need the... You can't, because it's... Like, Blacksmith is um, Sunset. You cannot claim it. 
that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Nope. Anyway. So yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to the story for next season. Um but I understand that it's probably going to be a long season. So I'm I'm going to pace myself. Yeah, me too. We'll still do lore and stuff, and we have stuff that we can go back and do also that we've missed. We've missed a lot of stuff like weapons and everything else from other seasons that we've meant to do and just didn't. Yep. We will not be without content. Right. Until, you know, we're without content. So we'll. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, Lord Network Ad. Uh, yeah, Lord Network Ad. Okay. The Lord Network. Have you ever wished that someone could just read you the lore? Destiny Lore Audiophile may be just the podcast you've been looking for. Join us as we bring the stories of Destiny to life with straight readings of your favorite lore with no analysis or commentary, or as we breathe life into these tales with acting, sound effects, and music. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile. Audiophile is spelled with a PH instead of an F. You can find both readings and radio dramatizations of selected lore books and web lores by talented voice actors from the Destiny community. Episode releases will be announced from our Twitter pages, at HeyIt'sOrchid and at RendellZivas, so be sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single performance. See you there. So how was that ad? It wasn't about Rendell's new kitten. Disappoint. Oh. Zero out of ten. I feel generous, so it's going to be a two out of ten for me. (sighs) (laughs) I need more pepper content. (laughs) So, some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So, we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. Oh, this is me. So we're doing the Acosmic Grenade Launcher. This was available during the Festival of the Lost 2023. This was the newest weapon. It was Magical Girl Pink. I loved it. So good. Um, You could attain it through playing Haunted Lost Sectors and focusing Eerie Engrams at Sava Levante uh, or Evil Levante, but we all know that's not her name. Um, The flavor text reads... How may we endure the desolation of the absolute? The noise of the bazaar was a background hum, the seemingly electric energy pulsating all around Sloane as she wandered among the festival of the lost vendors. A human sold delicate pottery beside elixiny weavers showcasing their intricate fabrics. There were platters of stuffed figs and mugs of ether fizz. A brockus tended a flame below a spit. The charring meat sizzled with each turn, and war beasts lapped at the fat that trickled to the ground. 
Two awoken Corsairs shared a roasted artichoke, both warming their fingers on the coal-blistered petals. Human and Elixir children darted past, their laughter and chittering carried on the wind. Everything here struck Sloane's senses as ruefully foreign and strangely dissonant. She'd missed so much. Her grief caught in her throat as the spiny shell of a hive ghost glided into view and Sloane felt her jaw drop. She mentally noted even more questions for Zavala. Renpier's drunken noodle caught her eye up ahead, the sign blissfully familiar, and she sighed with relief for a moment. Aisha and Shaira waved her over to a table. You made it, Shaira said, affection laced into the edge of her voice. I'm glad you're here, too, Sloane said. Both of you. Aisha handed a steaming bowl to Sloane and put another in front of an empty chair. Aisha's gaze followed Sloane's. Reed will always have a seat at our table, Aisha said. Shire nodded and offered a supportive but strained smile. And Aisha gave her hand a reassuring squeeze. Sloane looked down again at the bowl in front of her. Swirls of noodles and slices of meat soaked in the creamy broth, and the egg's golden yolk pooled around the bok choy nestled beside it. She stared at her meal as if to commit every noodle to memory. Are you planning on eating it or painting it? A voice teased from behind. Sloane turned to see Zavala standing beside her. A small laugh escaped from her lips. <laughs> I just... I've been waiting. Waiting for this for so long. Now that I have it, I... I almost don't want this moment to end. We know how you feel, Aisha said. However, there's good news, Zavala quipped. What's that? You can savor the next bowl, too. Sloane grinned and lifted the first noodles to her lips. She savored the umami flavors, surprised by the complexity. How is it? He asked. It's different, but still good. A look of understanding passed between them, and Zavala gave her a reassuring smile. Aww. That's so nice. It is. We got our Shaira lore. What's up? <laughs> and and they actually tied it into um the ending lore from from last season. We really did. Yeah. So, we should start at the beginning last time on Shaira lore. If we want to remember, Reed 7 was taken out by the witness at the opening of the Lightfall campaign. Oh, yeah. Being sad. Ugh, I'm still destroyed by that. Um, Aisha told Sloane that Reed 7 died because Sloane and Reed were kind of a thing, we think. They were like the mom and dad of their group. Yeah. Um, Shaira was approached by Sister Feora from the cult of Osiris on the glaive for trials. And that was like literally the last thing we got about them. 
And we don't know if Sister Feora is bad. We have no idea. She was kind of crazy in the Trials and Temptations or whatever that book is. Trials and Tribulations. That one. Thank you. I have. I didn't remember what it was called. I got you. Thank you. You're so smart. I wrote a bunch of stuff down, but not the title of that lore book. <laughs> I had to contribute to the show notes somehow. Thank you. You're so good. <laughs> um, but she like... We don't know. Like, she was fanatical right. about Osiris, but like, was that evil or was that just fanaticism? You know? Like, that's kind of like a parasocial behavior. We we don't we don't know if she's evil or just cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Exactly. It, cocoa puffs is Osiris. Osiris is giving cocoa puffs. <laughs> He does wear a lot of brown. Like, oh God. Yeah. But also, Osiris is giving Cocoa Puffs. Here is why. Last time on Osiris, doesn't remember Brother Vance from that hand cannon that we had. He literally knows who Brother Vance is. Like, was he kidding when he says who? Like, was he actually like, I don't know who he is? He literally knows who he is because there's actual lore from a season of arrivals. Hello, saying that Vance needs to go lock the infinite forest when the pyramid ships come. So what the fuck? I don't. He It's in the lore. I read it. Today. I, I don't know if it's just Osiris being cheeky. Or I don't think it is. Or if something happened to his memory because of his connection with Savathun. I'm wondering if it is that or if Savathun like erased it on purpose. Right. Because, I mean, like, Brother Vance was actually skeezy. Like, he was... Sister Feora was a fanatical. We're getting off topic here, but, like, I need to talk about this. Because after I went through all of this again, like, looking at all of, like, the last time on Osiris and Shaira lore, I was like, oh, God, I need to talk about this now. Because it's, like, all up in my brain. <laughs> but, like, Brother Vance was actually gross. And was like doing experiments on guardians and icky. And like Sister Feora wasn't. She was just like super into it. Like being into Osiris. I mean, he was doing experiments on guardians, but they were carrying out the experiments themselves. Like that's what the whole trials of Osiris was in D1. <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't really know that they were doing it. No. Which makes it worse. He was bribing them with gifts. Yeah. And then using them as, that's like against science. <laughs> that's against science. You can't do that. I mean, I'm just reminded of like people who go into studies for like 50 bucks. Yeah. And they don't know if they're part of the control group or not. Mm hmm. But at the same time, like, they know that they're part of an, a study. They know that they're part of an experiment. So, so would you say this is a basic experiment studies involving humans or is this like an actual clinical trial? Oh, it's definitely not an actual clinical trial. Like, it, there is no procedure or anything. It's just he happened to notice this thing and was like, oh, hey. 
Why don't we get others to go do that? Because there is actual key characteristics of basic experiment studies involving humans. Um, The study has to have the purpose of understanding fundamental aspects of phenomena without specific application towards the processes or products in mind. So that's like the application of said whatever. So if he was studying the way humans reacted to like the tower chime things, but he's not applying a product to them. He's like letting them do a murder and then seeing what happens. Yep. So, I mean, it it could be close enough. I mean... I think it does count because the study uses experimental manipulation to understand the basic phenomena of the tower. So this is technically a clinical trial. Okay. He would have to have a lot of paperwork. Like according to the National Institute of Health, what he's doing is super duper illegal. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. As a doctor of trees, what he's doing is wrong. <laughs> I'm not a doctor of humans. But what he's doing is still wrong. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's wrong, but like Yeah. 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 That's that's why I don't think it's it's clinical. Like it, you would have to have an actual procedure and paperwork and everything and this is just him going at the by the, the seat of his pants. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't think he'd be able to get funding from the NIH for it. He's shit out of luck in that way. That's assuming the NIH is still a thing. Well, do you know what? I don't even know if he'd be able to get informed human consent for it. I mean, are guardians even human? The IRB (laughs) is very important for consent. (laughs) The IRB is terrifying. When I used to work um, for the Wave Lab at Oregon State University, I worked there when I was an undergrad. This is an aside. We're changing the subject. When I worked there, we did like we did tours all the time for like mom's weekend and dad's weekend. We had like PBS specials on like on TV. Like you can go back and watch them. I think I'm in one of them. From a long time ago. You could see me. You could see baby me on the TV. Um, you could see me scuba dive on the TV. The um we if we gave them surveys that counted as like research on humans, if we had to do like IRB forms, like IRB consent forms saying like you are consenting to human participant in a research study. And that was for like a survey at the end of a tour. The IRB does not fuck around. Okay. Yeah. So he at least needs to do an IRB like form before he puts them in there if he's doing research on them. Or it's illegal. And honestly, like I'm I'm pretty sure he has talked to the Vanguard and talked to Shax specifically. Brother Vance is doing illegal shit. I'm choosing to believe that he's talked to at least some of the people in charge because he uses crucible maps for the trials. 
I'm choosing to believe that he is doing shady as fuck shit and he is just doing whatever he wants. Oh, absolutely. He's doing shady shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he is absolutely doing what it, whatever he wants. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think he at least has done a little bit of CYA. I would hope so. And, and that would just be, you know, go talk to Ikora and go talk to Shax. The real question is this. Was all this legal? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, thank you for letting me go off on my tangent. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this was based on the a cosmic grenade launcher. Uh, this was based on the very final radio message between Commander Zavala and Sloan from Season of the Deep, which was also the last set of lines recorded by Lance Reddick, which made me really sad when I figured that out. Yeah. It took me forever because I knew this was in something. Right. And I couldn't figure it out for like two weeks after I read this. I was like, no, what was it in? Because I knew they talked about it, and then I figured it out today when I was at work. Not working. That's, yeah, that is, that is heartbreaking. Yeah. So is there anything you want to link together from the radio message and the grenade launcher? Honestly, like, the radio message is very straightforward. The grenade launcher is very straightforward. The only linking that I can make is there's one part where Sloan asks about uh, Rainpier's drunken noodle. And it, it apparently was a ramen bar that or ramen restaurant that they would go to somewhat regularly. And that's actually what we see in the the lore for the Acosmic. Like it is specifically called out Rainpier's drunken noodle so the radio message set it up and the lore tab for the acosmic was the the delivery the only other bit um is the fact that zavala actually got real with with sloan like he started diving into his past and i mean that that part we we probably already covered somewhere we didn't we didn't like like I, I know we we covered it in season of the haunted, but I don't know if we didn't really cover the radio message at the end of the season last season. Right, that's what I f- I figured. I could not remember though for certain. But yeah, like after he's gone through all his his healing and everything in season of the haunted, he finally comes, you know voice to voice with Sloan and he actually kind of just trauma dumps on her. Right. And then we get to see their interaction. Like it, it honestly, I think this is their first actual interaction in a non combative space. I don't think it is that we see because we see him in his office like a lot. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's not a combative situation. Like, this is the first time that she has seen him since coming back. 
in a non-combative environment. Because I, I don't remember anything about her going back to the, the last city before the end, like before this, unless I'm forgetting something. Um, I want to go back to the part in the radio message when Sloan and Zavala are talking when he's like, I was married once and Sloan is like really ribbing him. And I know it's hard because we can't drop the entire radio message. You'll have to go back and listen to it. I mean, they're all over YouTube. Like, yep. just go find it. Um, she's like, you're kidding. What was her name? The woman who wooed old man Zavala. And he's like, Sophia, together we raised a son, Hakeem. And Sloan's like, oh, uh, oh. Like, she's, like, taken aback. Like, she's like, oh, shit. Like, I really stepped in it. You know, like, me ribbing him. But he's, like drops this knowledge that he was married he had a kid like right he's never shared that with her they've just been colleagues they've never like shared it as a friend and he's finally saying like oh it was a dark age i was saladin's charge you know young reckless enchanted by and then he just says like a warm memory now like it's not him trauma dumping it's him sharing with a friend that's fair and it's it's definitely not trauma dumping at all like i think you like really see that wrong like it's him at the beginning of this she's like this was right when you finish the final mission of her resisting being taken over by ziva wrath like taken completely by Asa being taken over by her being taken over and like losing herself, you know? And so like, that's a lot to go through. Like we need to remember, like I had forgotten what happened that actually. the final week. So she like almost lost herself and lost Asa. And right. so she just like went through it, like through the ringer. I had forgotten that. Yeah. So I had a moment of weakness, Zivu a wrath, like, yeah, it's not a moment of weakness. Like, you were almost, like, taken over by, like, the strongest fucking hive, like, that we know of until the season, you know, with yeah. our own tithing, whatever. Forget it. Um, with our homegrown hive god. Yeah. And so he's like, an apology isn't necessary because he's trying to support her. And she's like, no, no, no. Like... Everything they've done, that was the moment. And I almost faltered. She's like, no, like I almost fucked all of this up. This was it. This was like the moment I couldn't fuck it up. And I almost did shit. And Zavala's like, a metal tested leaves an impression. Like, if you use a sword, it's going to have dings in it. Yeah. Because it shows that you used it. That's like what he's telling her. And I, so I, I suppose that I, I had the right concept, but I used the wrong word. Yeah. Like it, it's not trauma dumping. It's more of just relating. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's trauma dumping has, is a completely different thing. That's like someone coming up to you and being like, oh my God, like I got divorced yesterday and I lost my house and like right. my kid ran away with like a circus and like 
all six of my cats died and I'm on my period and like, oh, but I also had three babies and like (laughs) my house is flooding, (laughs) but it's also on fire at the same time. (laughs) And it's like, and oh my God, let me tell you the tea, but like my... Uh, my office mate is also having sex with the the other office mate and I can hear them and it's really loud. And <laughs> it's just like all these terrible things happening all at once. It's trauma dumping. Right. And, but I'm also like really sad at night and I have like really sad dreams and <laughs> like that <laughs> like, just like gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> trauma dumping. So yeah, I, like, like I said, I, I had the right idea. I just used the wrong word. Because I, I wasn't thinking of trauma dumping like that, to, to that extreme. I think it, I was specifically looking at it as just sharing stuff in your past. that Commiserating is the word you're looking for. Yes. Thank you. Commiserating. <sighs> Completely not trauma dumping. Trauma dumping is like a super negative connotation to it. Commiserating is like sharing burdens with your friends. Yes. That, that was exactly it. Being like, wow, my day is really shitty. This happened. And someone that you shared that with being like, wow, my day is really shitty, too. Like, how can I help you? Or like, oh, hey, like, we all have shitty days. Like, it's OK to, like, feel bad. Stuff like that. And he's like metal tested leaves an impression. And he shares and she's like. She says that it's more than an impression. She accepted a lot thinking I wasn't coming back. So she assumed she was going to die doing this. Right. But she said, like, this time something's dragging me back. Like, the struggle's all there is. And that's why he compares it to when he was married. Or, like, and had a son. Yeah. Because that's what he was fighting for. That's why I kept dragging him back. Because you're going to keep fighting and keep going back to, like, try to make it better for them. Even if you can't be with them, you're going to keep doing that. Absolutely. Same idea. That maybe she was going back because she didn't have Reed. Maybe because she didn't have, like, Aisha and Shaira. We don't know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we get these glimpses of what is currently happening with the characters, but we don't get you know, the false concept of like their relationship with each other. Yeah. But, but yeah. So I think this radio message is like really important to go with the grenade launcher that we got. Absolutely. I know the grenade launcher is like a really light, like her having that ramen, but the ramen is like super symbolic of getting out of that darkness it's I it's think. that first ray of sunshine after, you know, it, having that that huge storm pass over you. It really is. It's different because she notices all the things in the bazaar that were not there. Like when she was originally in the bazaar before she notices the elixir next to the human. She notices the Brockus. She notices um, the war beasts. She notices the Awoken Corsairs, which we didn't have before. Yeah, because that's got to be a big change. Yeah, and she notices the Hive Ghosts, which is probably a Maru. Probably. 
I don't think we have any other fucking hive ghosts. Finch didn't leave. Right? Like, he's still staying guard of of his charge. Yeah. So she sees Amaru floating around. Well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so she sees all this shit that, like, was definitely not there. Plus Amaru, essentially king of the hive ghosts. Fucking daddy Amaru himself. But the one thing that has not changed is Rempier's drunken noodle. <laughs> the thing that she asked Zavala about when they were commiserating in the radio message, which is great. Yeah. All right, Orchid. Shout outs. What? Uh, shout out to you because it's uh, two in the morning and you're a trooper. Yeah, I I feel my energy just like I'm running on fumes. Yeah, I'm carrying this hardcore. <laughs> I get up for work in four hours. I don't know how you do it. That makes two of us. <laughs> All right. What about you? Uh, since this is an actual episode, uh, shout out to Rindle because he's going to have a lot to edit. Sorry, Randall. Like we're, we're trying to push for two releases this, this cycle, just because like we had an oops, all twoggle and we still wanted to get some kind of lore out. Well, Bungie shouldn't have fired over a hundred people then if they didn't want an oops, all twoggle. Oh, I agree. I agree. But so, yeah, that's my shout out. Good shout out. And this is the part of the episode we like to give a special thanks. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindel Zevis. You can find him at Rindel Zevis. The artwork and music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. And final reminders. You can find us on Twitter. You can email us. Leave us a five-star review. Jump into our Discord. And that's discord.gg slash lorehub. Or you can find us on uh, ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Thank you. Yeah, thank you to everybody who's supported the podcast so far. Say goodnight, Elemist. Good night, Elemist. Yeah. Good night, Elemist. Did you know an otter can hold their breath for five minutes? That's five minutes longer than I can. It's a sea otter. A river otter can do it for eight minutes. Crazy. And that's eight minutes longer than I can. I know, me too. <laughs> I cannot hold my breath for shit. Otters are great. Okay, good night. Yay, asthma. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> Otters, good night. Yeah, good night. You're greeted with something. <gasps> A dildo. Wait, no. Calm down, men at arms. Cut that part out. <laughs> Cut that part out, please. <laughs> Ha 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 
it's going to be a blooper. God damn it. <laughs> Calm down, men at arms. Uh, no. So when you go through you the door. You can use anything as a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's it. So uh, are we doing a lore network ad for this one? I don't know, Rindle. Just a yay or nay in chat. You probably fell asleep. Lullaby, little Rindle, getting excited for his kitten. Little Pepper, tiny pep. Little kitten won't let him sleep. Well, I'll say it just in case. So. Okay.